Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. Welcome to Confessions of a Sales Pro. My very special guest this week is a gentleman by the name of Michael Peterson, author and business growth strategist out of Chandler, Arizona. Michael has been an entrepreneur since the age of 10 when he was mowing lawns. He was a competitive athlete as a Division I full scholarship athlete in track and field. Then went on to compete for Canada in the decathlon. After retiring from track, Michael was a fitness model and private fitness trainer running his own business. He then put his two passions together to launch the first golf fitness membership website in the world back in the early 2000s. He went on to founding a boutique digital marketing agency. Now, growth-minded business owners and CEOs hire Michael to grow their revenues along with motivating them to be the best versions of themselves, both personally and professionally. The focus of this week's podcast is Michael's latest book, Dominate Your Market. Michael, welcome to the podcast today. Ian, uh, that was, that was, uh, I got winded just listening to you say all that. Um, thank you. Thank you for the introduction and thank you for having me on. I've been looking forward to this. We've, we've been, uh, chatting back and forth for, I don't know, several months now. You're just this huge podcaster. So, you know, I just, I picked a number and my number finally came up. Yeah, well done. And, and you're number 93, lucky 93. Uh, there you go. I'll take yeah. it. Again, Michael, welcome to the podcast. So good to have you on. I know you're crazy busy uh, in, in Arizona with your new book and with your business and helping out all those CEOs. So on behalf of the listeners, thanks for taking time today to be on the podcast. Can you please you're very tell welcome. Us, oh, thank you. Please tell our listeners about your journey to becoming an author, because I know it's a huge step in someone's, someone's career and their journey. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, back in high school, I think, and this is no joke, I think I, I got a D plus or a C minus grade in English. So, and I don't know, that was so long ago, probably my English instructor teacher is not al- alive anymore, but I would love to have proved her wrong to say that, uh, I think, uh, since launching that, that golf fitness membership website back in the early 2000s, I've written over a thousand pages of internet content and over 500 blog posts. So um, I, I would like to say I'm, I'm a pretty pretty intense content marketer and I've been doing it for 20 years. So this book has just been sort of sitting in me and I'm, I'm a big believer and hopefully your listeners will really take this to heart. I'm a big believer in combining your passion um, with your profession 
and you might come up with something amazing. And that's, that's what I did with that golf fitness membership site back in the early 2000s. I became this rabid golfer. I studied every, every movement in the golf swing. I knew all the biomechanics of the golf swing. And yet I was this professional private fitness trainer training male CEOs in their homes, in their multi-million dollar homes up in Portland. And I met a gentleman who launched the, the world's first fitness membership site. Now remember, there's millions of fitness websites now. This guy launched the first one back in, I'll tell you the date, 1997. He was 23 years old doing 2.6 million a year, 23 years old. And this was before WordPress, before smartphones, before anything. No YouTube, no social media, no nothing. He had 700,000 subscribers. 700, and I met him up in Portland. He was from Portland. And I told him what my passions were. And he goes, I think I, I can help you launch a golf fitness membership website. And I said, really? And he partnered with me. We launched it. And then I bought, I bought him out and just built a beast of a website that was, uh, that was ranked number one in the world. If you typed in the phrase golf tips, golf fitness, golf training, golf exercises, it was ranked number one in the world in the search engine. Wow. Michael, that is amazingly impressive. I got to tell you, a thousand pages of content, man. That is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 500 yeah, blog crazy. posts. I, we're talking like uh, you're, you're an early, uh, you know, you're, you're an early person in the whole digital revolution. And uh, congratulations on that journey. That, that is very impressive. I, I don't get to talk well, to many people like you. I, I appreciate that. Don't. Yeah. You, you know, it's funny. They, they, you know, now the big, the big, the big phrases are content marketing and video marketing. Well, I'd like to think that I don't want to say I was a pioneer. I'm not going to ever say that, but I was doing video marketing and content marketing before they even labeled it that, um, including my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel has got over, I haven't launched a golf fitness, you know, in the, the crash of 08, I had two young kids and an at-home mom, wife, um, and uh, the crash of 08 buried that business, and I walked away in 2010. There, so there are no remnants of that seven-figure business except for, I kept up my YouTube channel. So if anybody wants to see if, if I'm the real deal, you could go to YouTube and type in Mike Peterson golf tips and YouTube will pop up my channel that's, I don't know, 12 years old now. It's got 4 million views, 5 million views, 25,000 subscribers, but I haven't launched a video on that channel in over 10 years. That, that's amazing. And you know what, Mike, Michael, I got to tell you, back 2008, 2010, in, in that period, that buried a lot of businesses. It, it, it was a, a real downswing oh in the world economy, right? We, we, we would agree. And, you know, but guess what? They can't take the knowledge and the wisdom out of the man. And you reapplied it and did it in other ways, which is to be hugely complimented. So congratulations uh, for, for being the phoenix and rising again, as they say. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, Michael, in your in your in your book and, and your your hot new book, uh, like I, I can't put it down. Like it, it's crazy good. You <laughs> mentioned marketing dominating position in your book, and and, and that is a interesting phrase. I, I hope you've trademarked that marketing dominating position in your book. Can you explain what that is to the listeners? Well, you know, it's interesting, and um, when I sent you the, the show notes. It's actual, actually market dominating position. So that was a typo on my part. So let's, let's take out the ING of that. It's market dominating position. 
And yeah, I spent a lot of time in the book in a chapter describing that. And, you know, a lot of people can say, oh, he's just talking about a unique selling proposition. Um, you know, it's not. And here's the difference. A unique selling proposition is almost like a lateral benefit statement. And what I mean by lateral, a lot of people are using the same one, right? Whether you're an HVAC company, you're a dental office, you're a electrical contractor, um, people are using basically iterations of the same kind of boring, unique song proposition. And when I talk about market dominating position, I'm talking about you, you getting together with your team. And so when I, with my consulting clients, this takes up to, up to a month, up to 30 days to come up with this sometimes. So this is four phone calls within the first 30 days talking to, to my client's team to dig deep to find out what is your competitive advantage that's the, uh, the utmost benefit to your end consumer. So that's the bottom line is that you've got to dig deep. You might have to go survey your consumers, so your customers, your clients, whatever that, whatever that term is for your business and find out what the most valuable thing is to them. And then you've got to turn that into a market dominating position that sets you apart from everybody else in your market. And because, because of the internet, you know, every niche market out there is extremely competitive. It's massively competitive. So the, the internet has leveled the playing field for global, globally, really, to be, to be honest with you. So this is a fun exercise that I go through with my clients creating this market dominating position because you can come up with some, and let me give you an example one really, really quick. This is in my book, but let's say you're a mom and you're looking for childcare, right? Local childcare. And you talk to, if I were to talk to a child care business owner and say, what do you think the most important thing is for your clients, which would be the mom, typically the mom, that owner is going to tell me, oh, price and location, price and location, right? That's what they're going to say. And that, that here we go again with unique fund proposition. Now, location can have a little bit of play in that. I mean, but if you come up with a market dominating position, location is out of the equation. I'll tell you why. So let's, you know, if you were to interview all those moms and say, what really is your pain point? What, what do you want to know about your, your children when they're in that daycare? What is it? And this is where, you know, I would consult with it like a daycare owner to get this out of them. And they might have to go to some of their, their clients and ask them that. But here's an example. So instead of positioning your business on the best price or, hey, we're located on this corner, you know, centrally located. How about if you said, when you, when you sign us on, you're going to get an app on your phone and you're going to get, you're going to be able to watch video of your children interacting with our staff all day long. Wow. I mean, that is, is, that, that takes it beyond that's unique. That makes it something that it's interactive and they get to see what the, I know I, I've got a daughter with that and I have grandchildren. And when I'm looking after the boys, the twins, my daughter, Julie, is constantly going, are they behaving, Dad? How's it going, Dad? What's going on? Right? And it, to be able to see it, that changes the rules of engagement. No longer about location and how much. It becomes priceless. So I love well, it. And, and, and that's just one of a million examples. But, you know, hopefully the, the, the CEOs and business owners out there can think about their business that deeply, go so deep, dig deep to find out what is the biggest pain point of your client and what's your solution and then position that solution different than anybody else in the marketplace. If you do that, what, what will happen is you'll gain 
immediate market shift, we've seen some of our clients double their revenues from creating a market dominating position, double them. And, and let me, let me tell you something. And let me tell you something about that. I'm all about working with clients, consulting clients and not spending more money. So a lot of the consulting I do, the six, the first six months with a client, they spend no additional money in marketing or advertising to grow their revenue. None. They, they where they put it and, and they follow your advice. Uh, Michael, this, this is fascinating. This is amazing. And, and I love what you're talking about. Finding that unique, it's not a unique selling proposition. It's an, a unique market dominating, dominating position. Market. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That, and that's, that changes that's, everything. That's why, right? and that's why the name of my, my book is Dominate Your Market. Can you, get, can you kind of see this comment thread about the word dominate here? Like, yeah, I get it. I, who, I get it. It's, it's part of who you are. And that, that yeah. raises an interesting question, Michael. It really does. Your, your book, as I'm saying, I can't put it down. It's very edgy. It's like tell it like it kind of is kind of book, right? It's just in there and it's, it's one of those things. You ever read a book or watch a, a series on Netflix that you, you just can't stop? Your book is like that to me. So tell our listeners what your philosophy in life and business is. Yeah, you know, I um, anybody who knows me knows I'm a no bullshit guy. And I don't know if I can say that word on your podcast and but, of course you um, can. Definitely, of course you can. Yeah. I'm not going to drop any F-bombs. I don't want to do Gary Vaynerchuk and drop 25 F-bombs in the first 10 minutes. But, uh, there you go. But, Thanks um, for that. But I really, <laughs> I really felt like I wanted to be authentic in this book. And there's so many business books out there. There's so many mindset books out there. There's so many personal development books out there that are very just sort of soft. And they say the same things. And they say it in a very, very sort of a passive tone. And anybody who knows me, you can ask all my friends and family members. I, I'm a pretty intense guy. And, you know, um, at the beginning of my book, actually in the introduction, I say, if you're looking for an empathetic and compassionate book, probably shouldn't get my book. Probably shouldn't get my book. Because my book is, you know, own your shit, own your outcome. You, you are personally responsible for, for what happens in your life. Um, you know, don't play the victim. It's a very, very in-your-face, aggressive book. Um, and so the book, you know, like I'll even tell you, I'll, I'll give out a little secret. Chapter one title, don't bullshit yourself. Chapter one, right? And then the, the, the sub, the sub, the subsections, get the crap out of your head, dump your scarcity mindset. What's your scarcity story? Knowing where you're, you know what I mean? On and on. Stop hanging out with losers. That, that, that's, that's my book. It's a very edgy book that, it's kind of like, have you ever heard that, the, uh, the author Larry Wingett? Yes. Larry Wingett, I, I'm going to butcher the, one of his titles, but you're broke because of you, right? He, that's how he writes, right? He's like, own your shit. Own it and, and take personal responsibility. You know, David Goggins is a, a really big inspiration to me. Uh, Jocko Willett, another one. These are alpha males, no bullshit. You know, just in our, in our, society in our crazy competitive world now i hate to say this but the strong survive they really really do especially you know now all of a sudden everybody says we're going into recession well we just got out of covid we're still kind of in the tail end of that and that buried uh, you know millions of businesses now we're going into this so-called recession what are people going to do now what if of your listeners that are ceos and business owners what mentality are you going to take because you know research has shown 
that there's more millionaires created in downturns than any other time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my point, yeah, my point being in this book is, listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get in your face. I'm your coach. I'm basically your business and personal coach throughout this entire book, basically. That's fantastic. And people need the truth, Michael. Like, like what you're talking about, like peel away the, you know, the extra layers of the sandwich, the, you know, the, 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 the icing of the cake, like get right to the middle of it. Uh, and, and, and don't waste time with that crap and get right to the real message, the real uh, need in the market today. And, it reminds me of the movie, I forget the name of the movie, but some people aren't actually ready for the truth, right? And so the truth, you know, the truth is, is, is what you want to read. You want to read like five pages of yeah, 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 and then you get to your point. I love the, and that's what your book's doing to me because of that, because it's talking the truth all the way through page by page, and, and, and it's wonderful. I I think... I think you've got a bestseller on your hands, my friend. I, I must tell you that. So, well, well, I appreciate it. I, I definitely want to get it in the hands of as many CEOs and business owners as I can. So thank you very much for that. Well, Michael, let's get it in the hands of all of our listeners. And, and you'll tell us at the end how to go about doing that because I don't think there's been a book written like this before. There's been, as you said, lots of books that talk about self-help and how to be soft and cuddly and kumbaya and all that lovely but let's cut through that and get right to the point. And, you know, what, what business owner, VP sales, even a salesperson wouldn't love to get right to the meat instead of having to go through the bread. So congratulations again for writing that. You also, I appreciate that. Of course, Michael. You also had a really cool chapter. I think it's my favorite so far. It's called Crushing Your Setbacks. And, 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 it, and it gave me tingles. So... And you mentioned a couple of your personal stories, which illuminated the whole thing for me. Was that what you hoped to do is to motivate people? What was your goal there? Um, well, thank you for kind of pulling that out of the book, by the way. Uh, that was a fun chapter because, you know, everybody has their stories. Everybody. And a lot of them are incredible. My story is just one of millions out there as far as like, you know, personal setbacks, athletic setbacks, you know, business setbacks, everybody has them. But the key is, what did you do with them? How did you respond to the setbacks? And so I talk about this this uh, story, my athletic story in college. I was on a forehead scholarship uh, at Oregon State up in Oregon throwing the javelin. And I was an NCAA uh, qualifier my freshman year and broke the freshman record up at Oregon State for the javelin. And going into my sophomore year, I was picked to be an NCAA All-American, Division One, Division One. Wow! And wow. I blew out—I blew out my knee, uh, and I blew it out in a big way. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand the knee, but there's four ligaments that keep your knee together, like keep it, your knee from moving all over the place. I tore three out of four clean off the bone, right off the mm-hmm. bone. And the orthopedic surgeon at Oregon State said he, uh, he over my table. I was laying on his table, and the whole track team was circled around me. I was bawling because I thought it's over. I was picked to be an NCAA All-American. He did the stress test on me. My leg moved everywhere. It went up and down and around. it went everywhere. He said, you're done. You, you are done. He literally said that to me. He looked me in the eye. I was bawling. He goes, you, you'll, you'll never throw again. And that was really good thing to tell a guy like me. That was <laughs> probably the best thing he could have. That was the best thing he ever could have told me because the middle finger came up and 
the very next year, off I went, throwing again, and I'm with Book the School Record and all that stuff. And and then, you know, so I talk about these these crushing your setbacks um, because everybody has a story. And the stories that I told were not so much look at me, pound my chest. No, 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 no. It's when it, when the setback occurs, how do you respond to it? Are you going to quit? Are you, you know, um, in that, that chapter, I've got sections, um, quitting isn't an option. Another section, delete failure forever. Delete failure forever, right? Um, another section of the book, I didn't quit. And that kind of goes into my athletic injury. And then also when in 08, the market crashed and my seven figure online business went to basically zero. Basically zero. And I was like, oh shit, now what do I do? And I had to, kind of reinvent myself and pivot and I took all that knowledge and I did it. But so that's what I mean by crushing your setback. This is really you, you, everybody's got their story, but I want them to realize it's never, it's, it's not a failure until you quit. Life and business is never a fail. Life and business is never a failure until you quit. And then yes, it is a failure, but unless you, if you keep going and you don't quit, that is not considered a failure. Absolutely. And in fact, sometimes failure is the road to success because it teaches us oh, things. It, it, give, it gives us insights into ourselves. And if we're really, really passionate, and I love how part of what you said earlier on, if you're passionate about your profession, if you're really, truly committed to it, you'll see that as a, as, as a step on the ladder and you'll keep going. You, you, you won't give up. And Crushing your setbacks, Michael. I, I love what you just shared there. It's a, it's amazing, and it sometimes I always feel like, and I've had lots of setbacks in my business and in my life, and I feel like it's a test. Okay, what's my metal made of? What's going to make yes. me go now? Right? Okay, that happened. That happened. Two hundred eight happened. Twenty. Okay, so now what am I made of? Do, do you reinvent yourself? Do you quit and go home, pick your marbles, and run to the corner? No, you keep going. And I love your attitude about that, crushing your setbacks, Michael. That's, you know what? You shared a wonderful thing with everyone listening because we've all had it, right? We've all had some form of failure happen to us professionally or even personally. It's about how you get back up on the horse again. And I love the inspiration you're sharing about that. What were you? You're, very, you're very welcome. And that was a really fun chapter to write, to be honest with you, because you know, my mindset is this too. If you're a CEO and more importantly, if you're a small business owner, it's not for the faint of heart, right? And we all know that it's, it's wait, you got to wake up every day and look in the mirror and own, like I say, own your outcome. That's a quote of my book, you know, and I, I, I've never heard that anywhere. I'm sure it's been used a million times, but for me, it really is, you know, it's that Michael Jackson song, man in the mirror, right? It's, you've got to right. look in that mirror every morning and you've got an option. You can either Work for somebody else and make them rich or, or work through your setback and work for yourself. And I, and I, and I've told my children that you can, you can work for somebody else and make them rich or you can choose the tougher path and be on your own, whether you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business owner and even a CEO of a business, you can choose that path. And it's, it's a whole different ball game because now you've got 100% ownership and responsibility in the success or failure of that business. I love how you said that because, Michael, you and I would agree. I, I know this. Um, it is a responsibility. 
and risk reward. There, there's a ratio there, right? If you don't risk, yeah. you'll never have. And, and sure, we can rent our careers, or we can buy it and own it. And and I love your your whole take on that. So, final question for you, my friend, and and I'm, I'm loving this. I, I'm sure our listeners are too. You mentioned in your book desire, action, impact, and growth. Can you expand a little on that for us? Like, I think there's some pearls of wisdom in there for everyone. Yeah, those words um, are, are in all caps many times in the book, and my book editor kept wanting to take those out. And I said, no, 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 no. Those stay <laughs> in as they are. They're all caps for a reason, right? They're they're, 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 I call them power words, right? They're power phrases. They're, they're, they're a mindset. Every, all four of those are a mindset. And I talk all about mindset throughout the entire book as well, because without a, you know, a positive mindset, an abundance mindset, you are probably not going to be successful. So, um, the, the order that you even mentioned that, it, I'm glad you mentioned it in that order because it starts with desire. How strong is your desire on a one to 10? If it's not a 10, you better go back and reevaluate. You know, people might go, oh, that's impossible. You know, you, you can be an eight or a nine. Well, let me ask you a question. If your child really needed something from you, they really needed something from you on a one to 10, what number would that be? Mm, way up there. And what number, what number would it be? And absolutely. Oh, okay. So why would it not be a 10 for your business? Exactly. Oh, ooh. I just got, I just got goosebumps. Keep going. That's the, yeah, that's my point. So when it comes to desire, you've got to really sit down with your spouse or with yourself or with whoever it is, your partner in life and decide, is my desire strong enough to really, number two, the second <laughs> word, is my desire strong enough to take consistent and relentless action and relentless is a huge word in my life. It's actually tattooed on my body. The word relentless. And the, the last chapter of my book is titled Be Relentless. So you've got to be relentless in your action. So you've got strong desire, which then turns into being relentless with your action. And then from the action, it creates an impact. Right? And that impact love, is either positive. I love relentless. Michael, I got to tell you, relentless. Holy cow. That is, that, that, that's what we should call the whole episode. Relentless. That's yeah. fantastic. Well, well to, to be honest with you, I, I, I trademarked B-E dot relentless. Um, I'm going to have, I'm going to start an apparel line with that. B dot relentless. It, it's, uh, it's going through trademark right now. So if anybody hears it, knock yourself out, but I, I beat you to the punch. So, but um, yeah, re relentless is, is an amazing word. And it's a word that should be in all caps throughout your entire home. Because if you do things from a relentless standpoint, and that's the action you take every day, that's the commitment you make to yourself every day. That's the commitment you make to your spouse, your partner every day. Relentless pursuit of success, that is going to get you a long way. So again, we've got desire, action. From desire and action creates an impact. And from that, you've got growth. And the growth I want to talk about, um, you know, people say when you, when I wrote this book, what's your goal of this book? And my goal of this book is this, to inspire and motivate CEOs and business owners to be the best version of themselves, both personally and professionally. You got that? 
And so what that that's what, very specific. What, I love it. And what that means is you got to fix your physical. And because, you know, I combine talk about at the beginning when I said people need to combine their passions and their profession and you might be onto something. If there's a, if there's a need in the marketplace for it. So my, my passion and past profession is fitness and will always be fitness. And my profession is business development marketing. Well, this book is the first book I've ever seen out there in the thousands of books written that covers personal health and well-being, mindset, business growth, revenues, all, all in one book. You, you, you put it all together. That, that, you know what's amazing about that, Michael, for me in, in listening to you is that you've taken your history. You, you know, you, you started mowing lawns at 10 years old, Matt. You've been an entrepreneur since you were, <laughs> before you were shaving, which is amazing. And then you were an athlete. You were like, holy cow, a Canadian athlete. Like that, that's amazing. And you've got into digital marketing as a pioneer. And I'll give you that word. I'll give it to you. And you put it all together. And now you've written a book about that integration, that mindset. Who doesn't want to get some of this? Like it, congratulations, Michael. It, it's, it's truly an honor to talk to you. I got to tell you that. I, I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's hard for me to contain my excitement, especially with the book having just gone out this last weekend, um, July 4th weekend, right? Here we go. So how, how fitting is that? Really? I thought about that too. And I thought, wow, I went live on Amazon literally on the 4th of July. That's amazing. So, I don't know if you planned that, my friend, but uh, congrats. That's I a, did not. That truly is how, how to build your own independence. You know how, here's a, here's a shortcut. Buy Michael's book. Uh, buy well, Michael's isn't, book isn't it crazy? help you create your isn't, own independence. Well, it's so crazy to think the Declaration of Independence, July 4th, right? And here... I'm all about being an independent, you know, business owner, entrepreneur, and owning your outcomes. And it go comes out on July 4th. I got goosebumps. That is a little eerie, to be honest with you. That's, that's a little there eerie. There you go. You know what? Things are, there's no accidents in life, my friend. They're meant to be at the time they're meant to be. And this is your time. So, Michael, I, before we, before we like, you know, say good, say our niceties and goodbyes, I know you've dropped wisdom all over the place here. You've created, you know, inspiration and people going, well, God, I want more. How do I get more? Don't let Michael go yet. So, Michael, how <laughs> can our listeners reach out and get a hold of you, get a hold of your book? How do they say hello? How do they connect with you? Please tell us. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Well, I've got probably 12 websites in total, but I'm not going to name all those. But uh, the one for the book is www.dominateyourmarketbook.com. So it's the title of the book with the word book on the end of it. So dominateyourmarketbook.com. And I'm going to be adding a lot of free resources on that website. You can buy it on that website. Click the button and that'll take you to Amazon because it is on Amazon. And if you type in Dominate Your Market, there's about nine or 10 books with that same title, Ian. So I was a little bummed about that. I didn't really didn't really research that too much. So um, what I found out with Amazon was if I go dominate your market and put my name, Michael, after it in the search bar, my, my book pops right up. But on my website, I want to engage and bring more value than just the book. So I would definitely recommend people go to that website. Um, and I'll have a, a, a newsletter sign up as well. But uh, I'm going to be adding a lot of resources that are going to be free for business owners, like quizzes that they can take. 
to find out what their score. I've got, I've got one quiz on there right now. I think it's a success quiz under the resources section of that website. So remember that the resources section of dominateyourmarketbook.com. Um, I'll be adding much, much more to that. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn and it's just Mike Peterson. There's a bunch of us in there as well, too. So, you know, I go by Michael, uh, professionally, but, uh, I created that LinkedIn a long time ago, but, uh, and Peterson is obviously P-E-D-E-R-S-E-N. So it's spelled a little different, Mike Peterson, but I'm all over LinkedIn. So connect with me on LinkedIn as well. That, that's fantastic, Michael. Again, folks, my, my guest this week has been uh, an amazing, uh, you know, professional athlete turned mentor and advisor to many CEOs, Michael Peterson, author and business growth strategist. Uh, again, Michael, I want, I want to thank you very much for taking the time and sharing your wisdom with our listeners today. Ian, thanks for having me on. And thank you all for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, we would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoryou.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With Ian Selby.